Today on the show, we have news from Warp Tour, So What Music Fest, Bring Me the Horizon, versus Being as an Ocean, The Perfect Circle. Really good reviews and interesting ones from Destroy the Runner, Zayo, Dreamshade, and Landon Tours. And hey Jackson, what do you think about Star Wars? And welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. I'm Jackson. Jackson, can you believe that we are almost halfway through December? It's crazy that it's about to be 2017 already. We're really good at small talk, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> How's the weather, Ian? Yeah, it sucks Oh, ass. yeah? How's that great weather in Texas? Great weather in Texas, as usual. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Curses. All right, well, now I have to take my mind off of this. So how about we go ahead and we get started right away with all of our news? Oh, let's do it. And we start off right away with a bang because just like 30 minutes to an hour ago, Warp Tour dates were announced for 2017. Jackson, how are you feeling about your date? I love it, and I really, really love it compared to your date. <laughs> you son of a bitch. So tell everyone what day it is, because you're going to be the Dallas show, right? Yes, sir. So what Mine you is get? July 28th, and it is fourth to last date, but it is on a Friday, which I know yours is on a Wednesday, so uh, I love it just because of that. I'm so fucking pissed. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> mad. I can't tell you the last time that Boston date had a weekend a thursday or a friday i don't understand it's always like a tuesday or a wednesday that's it's ian hates luck <laughs> it's a too much to ask for to be able to have like a three-day weekend to take the extra day off of work and go down and enjoy myself on friday and then have the weekend or to go on the weekend and just really enjoy myself listening to all this amazing music no, it's got to be that on fucking Wednesday. That sounds like too much. Too much. That too much for like you. That sounds like too much for you. Yeah. <laughs> what did I do to deserve this, Jackson? Well, Ian, they know you're busy, so they got to keep you busy, man. You know, no breaks for Ian Hates. Ah, that's true. No breaks for Ian Hates. I like that. Is that Put the it on new? a t-shirt. Yeah. Well, we have so many t-shirt designs, too, by the way. <laughs> really? Yeah. No, it's actually a thing. Soon. Aw, shit. 2017, man. 2017. 2017 shouldn't be too hard to beat 2016 as of how bad it was, non-music-wise. No, I'm totally with you. <laughs> I mean, the only people that are going to care about 2016 are Cubs fans. <laughs> That's really it. <laughs> no yeah, you're right. <laughs> so anyways, Warp Tour is back. I don't remember the announcement being this early last year, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just wasn't thinking about it. No, yeah, I think you're right. I think when they announced it the year uh, last year, I think it was January or February is when they announced it. That makes sense. And a then like sense. March, they started announcing the first wave of bands. Right, because that's the thing. We don't have any bands to announce right now. Yeah. So that'll be big. As soon as those bands start rolling out, we'll have a lot more information for everyone. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I, I really do believe so. There's so many new good bands nowadays. It's hard to get bad bands. My question will be, will it be another pop punk revival year well i hope uh see i have a feeling they will because i feel like every year they just get more punk but then again it was cool how they did the monster stage this year yes yes where it's like 
okay, we know that we have so much more punk now, but we're dedicating a stage, you know, just to that music. Right. So if you don't want to, you know, mess with all that, <laughs> sure. here's your here's your fix. And it worked out pretty well. It did. It, it did was a absolutely. good lineup this year. So, I mean, I don't know if they'll be able to top it, but let's just hope it's not worse. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we'll always find good stuff there anyways. Mm-hmm. Well, let's move on. And we've got news from Pure Noise. They're going to sign or have signed Terror, and they're going to have a new EP out next year. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty sweet, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't have a track to go over right now. It's just announced that they're going to be doing a new EP. And, of course, everyone likes Pure Noise, so why not, you know? Yeah, Pure Noise, you know, they're not really a label that everyone is always talking about. But every time I have heard news about Pure Noise, it's always how good they treat their bands. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure Terror is going to have a really good time with Pure Noise. And I'm sure whatever they put out next is going to be really cool. And I'm really happy for Terror because they've been off the radar lately. Yeah. They so have. hopefully this will throw them back on because I know when they were on the radar, people were digging them a lot. I'm looking forward to the new EP. That's for sure. Me too. So yeah, more news on that as it comes available. I'm sure we'll do the new track or whatever whenever it comes out. And I'm sure we'll do an EP review as well. Yes, sir. Next up, we have a new phase of the So What Music Fest announcement. I hate you and so much, Jackson. I just love talking about this only with Ian because <laughs> of how jealous he gets. That's that's. I think it makes every festival that I go to that he can't ten times better. The whole fucking audience that doesn't live anywhere near Texas should be jealous. Well, you know, Ian, everything is bigger and better in Texas. I've heard. I live there, <laughs> motherfucker. I know. I'll send you a t-shirt. Oh, you son of a bitch. I was actually, with how good this lineup is getting, I was actually thinking of coming down for this. And it's only going to get better. I think you should. Because you bailed on me with the Alessana tour. That wasn't fair. My car broke down. <laughs> I couldn't do it. It's not like I was going to drive there, but I need to spend money on my car. You're always coming up with stuff, Ian. Oh, you son of a it's bitch. It's whatever. But um, This is for the show. No, anyway. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> So I have to take your shit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, the second phase is actually really good. Um, the first band that I'm going to say is a band that Ian is going to love me saying, and I better well, not hear Bumper after let, I say this. Let me just check on something. No, don't do it. Are you ready, motherfuckers? Let's go! is <laughs> going, okay? I'm just going to throw it out there. I knew a Bumper was coming. I knew it. Of I knew course. It. I, like that you, I like that you're using official lingo now. Thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm, I'm I'm keeping up with the times. Speaking of bad bands, oh, Amir no. is also going to be there. I have no bumper for that bullshit. Fuck them. <laughs> it doesn't even deserve a bumper. What's sad is we're actually going to talk about them later on, too, which I'm not happy about. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're getting themselves out there now, ain't they, with this whole new album. They're, like, everywhere now. I'm annoyed because I know they're going to get put on other tours that I'm going to end up going to. And that's the only time I've ever seen a mirror, like three or four times, always on a tour. Forced. Yeah, forced viewing. <laughs> oh, man. So after those two, though, we have After the Burial, Backwards, Capsize, Escape the Fate, Fit for an Autopsy, Invent Animate, Icy Stars, Kubla Khan, Like Masta Flames, and Sworn In. What was that at the end of like Monster Flame? There's two bands that I don't care about in that list right there. Which ones? We don't have to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so. Um, but yeah, that's going to be a great thing, especially, you know, along with Mayday Parade, Every Time I Die, Dance, Gavin Dance. It's already so far a really, really good lineup. 
I mean, they probably have like three more phases to announce. That's usually how it goes. They said there's going to be possibly secret shows as well. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I remember last year they – um see, the way they do it is they do the two-day festival and then the day before they do like a – like a before party kind of thing. Sure. And they usually have some really good bands for that. Like last year I went, it was um, Knuckle Puck and Set Your Goals and As It Is, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then they have an after party when the two days are done. So they like, it's like a whole four days of just jamming bands. It's it's a really good time. I'm really excited for this. <laughs> but no, now I'm not. You know we're going to be partying it. with him. Oh, yeah. So excited. <laughs> Well, there are some great bands on that list already, so I'm excited because maybe I'll try and go out and see that. If not, at least Jackson will have, well, hopefully you'll have a review and it won't be like last time where you only went to one show instead of all the other shows. Remember that? Remember? We don't talk about that, Ian. We don't. I, I kind of remember We don't it. talk about it's that. the whole episode that that happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we don't talk about that. Well, now, <laughs> what's the actual date of this? Because this is the 10th anniversary, too. Man, you know, I forgot, but I'm 100% sure it's anywhere from March 16th to 20th. Like, no. guaranteed. That's you're usually... Wrong. It's March... No, I am right. <laughs> no, you're incorrect. It's March 24th to the 26th. Really? Yep. You got me. I mean, it'd be funny to lie to you about it until you just figured it out later, so that is the exact <laughs> date. <laughs> okay, well, thank you, Ian. No Man, problem. every single year, it's always from the 16th to the 18th. That's crazy how they changed it up, but... You never know. Maybe they got some really sick weather advisory pattern going on there where they don't want things to get fucked up. I wish I wish the people listening could see my face every time you play one of those damn Franzilla bumpers. <laughs> every single time. Oh, my God. I don't know and what you're talking about. Sometimes I don't even see them coming, so it's like even worse. I don't know what you're talking about with this whole bumper thing. He's on the phone. I know, but I treat him as a bumper. He's an item to me. Oh, jeez. Wow. That's personal. It's rough, man. That's personal, man. Jeez. <laughs> All right, then. We'll move on from that. But I'm sure we'll have, like you said, multiple phases that we'll be talking about as time goes on for sure. See. So now, just a quick announcement. I don't know why we're selling for them, but I guess we are. Bring Me the Horizon have debuted their first five releases on limited edition vinyl. I think it's like two different colors or something that you can mm-hmm. get with each one of them. So, you know, Jackson, you can pick up some. You know, I know they're masterpieces in your eyes, so. Yes, 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 I do. Uh, Actually, out of all of them, though, I bet you can't guess which is the only one I would actually want, though. There's a heaven, believe me, I've seen it. There's a yeah, or there's a hell, believe me, I've seen it. Or there's a heaven, let's keep it a secret, I think is. I always get that one fucked up, man. Well, it's that one. But that (laughs) is a great album. That's why I let you do it. It's a great fucking album. I I agree. (laughs) Yeah, to me, it's their best. That one and That's the Spirit are tied for first on my list. It's so weird that you don't have Sempaternal as the best. I don't understand. I didn't dig that album as much as everyone did. I, know, I don't know so why. Weird. And so I know weird. it's weird, too, because I know that is everybody's number one. Not just a Bring Me the Horizon. That goes down in the list of, like, top ten albums of our scene. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they made a masterpiece. Not to me. Oh. <laughs> Another strike. Oh, my God. That's, like, my 17th one. I know. But it's the holiday season, so maybe I'll take a few away. I will tell you what will be a masterpiece, though. Uh-oh. What? You want me to do this? You want me to do this? I'm going for it. I don't it. even know big. where you're going. I don't know where well, you're going I'm with doing it. it. Go ahead. Being as an ocean announces their new album oh. titled Waiting for the Morning to Come. 
June 9th, 2017 through Equal Vision Records. It's so I will tell you right now, fucking it's be a far away. It's so I far know, away. I know, that's stupid. I mean, I know wanting to get some hype going so that people don't forget you, but holy shit, that's half a year away. That's ridiculous. I, know we I just, don't agree with that. You know, maybe we're being hypocrites because we did just no. announce Warp Tour stuff. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but that's different. That's a month after. It's yeah. That's so different, though. This is like a, a band announcing an album, and then they don't even re- release a, a song with it. True. I do wish there was a track to go with it. If there was a track, then the pain would be less painful. I mean, I'm sure they're going <laughs> to be releasing a track very soon. But like when you first get that announcement of a new album, you're always going to get that track with it. I mean, that's usually how it goes. True. But not this time. So it's like, oh, my God, I'm so excited for this album name that I now know, but I haven't heard anything off of it. Unless they end up doing, you know, saying that OK is going to be on the album. So there's your album preview kind of thing. That's a possibility. But by the way, I did want to note that I'm really glad you're on the show because you have a way with words, sir. The pain will be less painful. <laughs> did you really say that? <laughs> hey, man, I'm a poet. That's a I'm, t-shirt, I'm a, too. I'm a poet. I'm a poetic genius. You're a poet and you know it. Hey, that'd be a good song. The pain will be less painful. That sounds like hotel book lyrics. Hey! <laughs> All right, let's go on to another tour. Another See, big festival that's nowhere near me. That's what I love. I love announcing these big festivals that I don't get to go to. And this one's in a place where you would never expect either. Well, then again, so was the last one we talked about, Rock on Range. Yeah, so this is in Somerset, Wisconsin. It's the Northern Invasion 2017 lineup. Ooh. I see some good bands in here. I see some bad bands. I agree. Uh, it's a good lineup. I would go to it for sure. I see our buddies. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Enough. Oh, my God. No, but like if I look through this right now, I would go see Bush Live. I also, In Flames is there, Opeth is there, Pierce the Veil, Sum 41, Motionless in White, Story So Far, Every Time I Die, I Prevail, Siler, Volumes, Bad Omens, Wage War is there as well. So there's a good amount of bands. What I'd worry about is that maybe they would play at the same time, some of them. I'm almost sure they would, to be honest with you. But there's a lot of good bands. There are some, you know, like, eh, but there are some good bands here. Yeah, I agree. I mean, for sure. I, I, the only th- issue that I would have with this is I guarantee you it's very pricey. You know, festivals like this, especially if, you know, a festival with Kid Rock and Soundgarden and, and Godsmack is always going to be a, a pricey one. True. And this is May 13th and 14th in Somerset, Wisconsin. So I know I'm not going to this, so I didn't look up the prices. So if you happen to be in Wisconsin, go ahead. You can look <laughs> up the prices and go get tickets for yourself. Maybe send them Treat to me. Yourself. Yeah. Treat yourself. Yeah. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. There you go. That's a Parks and Recreation. I was line, wondering if you were going to tell people if that was <laughs> what the reference to that was. <laughs> I had to. I had to. That's like one of my favorite shows. So It's a good show. No, it's an amazing show, Ian. Uh, the first season blows, but then it gets better, and then the last season blows. The first season does not blow. The first season is awful. <laughs> you're, you're, you are correct. It is off. I I don't even consider that Parks and Rec. I know we're not talking about music, but I was actually I don't surprised. Even consider that part. Parks I was surprised Rec. it made it after that first season with how bad that first season was. I completely agree. Because they were trying too much to do an Office ripoff, and it just wasn't working. Because you didn't care about any of the characters, 
And then second season, like halfway through or so, they really came into their own, and then they made it what it is, which is great. Look, I even like you know Adam Scott's at the end of the series pretty much, but he's awesome in everything he does. By the way, plug time, new movie, Uh-oh. yeah, new Ian Hates movies is on Krampus from last year, which stars uh, a Mr. Adam Scott. I actually haven't even seen that movie. I really wanted to. It actually wasn't bad. I was Speaking surprised. of Ian Hates movies, though, I have to ask you this. I was going to ask off air, but since we're on the topic, are you going to be doing Rogue One? No one's paying for it, so no. Why wouldn't you go see it yourself? Why would I want to? It's Star Wars. Ooh. You don't like Star Wars? No. How do you not know that? The very first Ian Hates movies is making fun of Star Wars. I did not go back to the very first Ian Hates movies. I'm sorry to tell you. Well, maybe you should. It's a really good one. Not if it's talking shit about Star Wars. Well, Kelly's there, and Kelly loves Star Wars. <laughs> okay, good. That, then it is worth it, then. Look, I know I get a lot of shit for that, but I don't understand why people want the same story over and over again. Because it's not. You're lying. It is absolutely the same story over and over again. Oh, my god. They're just placating to you. And by the way, finally, (laughs) finally, I have backup because South Park has been doing nothing this season except making fun of people for liking the new Star Wars. And I'm not saying they stole my joke because they definitely didn't, but I like being on the same wavelength as them because I made the same jokes that they've been making this season in that episode of Ian Hates Movies where I equate the reason why the election is going to suck this year, which it obviously did, is because people like you like Star Wars. And that's the exact same joke South Park makes. So you can't take away, you can call me a genius if you want, that's fine. No, I'll stay away from that From Are that you word. Sure? Are you sure? Yeah, I'll, I'll stay away from it, unless I'm talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you get your Darth Vader and you get your fucking Death Star again in this next movie. So congratulations, you get the same shit over and over again. You just don't get it. Have you seen every Star Wars? Unfortunately. Have you actually seen them? Yes, like, of I'm course. talking you have I'm watched a human it being. in order and you've like understood everything that goes on. Yeah, believe it or not, I'm a human being. And really, oh wait, hold on a second. <laughs> what does that mean? Hold on a second. Are you telling me that you think Star Wars has some complicated plot that I wouldn't be able to follow? The only complications that Star Wars ever had were in those terrible terrible prequels where they were so fucking boring and talking about the backstory of the federation or whatever the fuck the rebels and all that shit oh it hurts my heart hurts the other thing i didn't follow was the whole why george lucas loves incest and stuff i didn't understand that either but apparently you guys love it so what incest when luke and leia kiss they didn't know they were brothers and sisters, and that was like oh, a they, peck oh. on the lift. That was the only incest out of seven sure. movies. I, that's a lot of incest or no, about for me. to be eight. It's a lot I, of incest. You said it as if that's like an ongoing thing. Yeah, it's a lot of incest, man. That's so bullshit. It's like Game <laughs> of Thrones. They didn't even know they were related. How are you so... how they not know? It's an unpopular opinion, but I am of the same opinion as South Park, and when I'm of the same opinion as South Park, I enjoy that. I don't think it's an unpopular opinion anymore. I think it used to be. I think it's cool now to say Star Wars sucks. <laughs> so I would never do something because it's cool. Hence, yeah, Ian hates <laughs> the You're moniker. A <laughs> oh, You're a hipster. You hate everything that's big. Like if something is about to You know what? Let's go back to the music. Some, of, the, some of this I'm saying to piss you off. And I can let other people try and sift through what's true and what's not. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. See, I agree usually with everything you say about movies, but I can't agree with the Star Wars stuff. It's tough because you're debating with someone who's intelligent on the movie, so I could rip apart every single movie. No, 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 no. Intelligent and ignorant are two totally different words. I know. That's why I'm intelligent. No, 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 no. (laughs) Are you sure? Are you sure I didn't mean the other one? No, I'm pretty sure I meant intelligent. I think you meant the other one. I think. Why don't we do a special Ian Hates Movies where you and I debate Star Wars. I would totally do that. You better do your fucking homework, man. You should probably have Kelly there, though, as backup for two against one. Because I'm totally otherwise... down for that because okay. Kelly is, like, the most aggressive person I've ever heard in my life. That's true. She is. And I guarantee you she will, like, don't fuck with her. I can tell just by hearing that damn podcast and I've never even <laughs> met her. It's she true. is someone you go to war with. Absolutely. She'd be there with David Gunn from King A10. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. But maybe the pain will be less painful. I'm not saying anything anymore. <laughs> hey, you brought up the movie. Yeah, going Oracle right announced that they will right, tour Jackson, North America so how for the first time in over six circle. years in 2017. Boom, we can move on now. Oh, my gosh. Do you like a perfect circle? They're okay. I mean, I, <laughs> they're okay. If, if they come to Dallas, cool. But I, uh, I'm not like, oh my god, about it. I don't think I'll go see him. Yeah, see, it, it, I'm kind of like that. It's like cool, but I don't really. It's cool for other people, for fans, like super fans, I guess. Yeah. Did I ever tell you my a perfect circle story on air before? Actually, you did not. So it was one time that I was going to. It was like in college in the Midwest, and they did the stadium there. And I was like, oh, finally, I get to see a perfect circle live. And they're actually playing a show where it's probably only going to cost me like 10 bucks or whatever to get in. End up being like 60. Oh, gosh. Because they charge a lot of money for their shows. But I remember I went there and it was back when I had this MP3 player that had video in it. And it was before, you know, iPods came out with any of their video players or whatever. So no one really knew what it was. So when I showed up, they were like, no audio and video. I was like, well, I can't take I can't take video with this. I can only play videos. They're like, what? You can play videos with that? I was like, yeah. But they go, no, you can't have it. So I had to go all the way back to my apartment, drop it off. And on the way back, I was riding my bike, and I was in a crosswalk, and a car hit me. Are you serious? I'm are absolutely you serious. me or are you serious? No, I'm absolutely serious. The car hit me. Some Final Destination shit. Well, I was pissed because I had to go make the show. So the guy like came out and blamed me for it. I'm like, dude, I'm in a crosswalk and the light is in my direction. Like it's I'm allowed to do that. Yeah, and he like yelled at me. Cool. I was like, fuck you, you piece of shit. But I have to go to a concert. <laughs> and he sped off. I didn't get the license plate number. So I just rode my partially broken bike to the concert, went in. So I did actually go to the show. But then they made this announcement that really soured me on the... Like, it was a good show, but they made this announcement that if Maynard saw one flash of a camera, he would turn around. And if he saw a second flash, which I don't know how he would if he turned around, but if he saw a second (laughs) flash, he would walk off and the concert would be over and there would be no refunds. That's ridiculous. Well, you've heard the stories before. I mean, when I saw Tool a couple times, at least one of the times, he just performed behind a canvas, like behind a screen, so you just saw a shadow. Yeah, well, fuck that. That's that's just overboard. Yeah. I, I mean, I get bands have their stances and all that stuff on certain subjects, but that's just being a prude. I, like, I don't know what he does now, 
like with everyone who has cameras and everything, you, you can't stop it. So I don't <laughs> yeah, know what they're doing. you're not stopping that now. Like unless maybe they play with strobe lights the entire show. <laughs> you can never get anything. But it's just one of those things where I saw them once and I saw them during their prime and I don't need to see them again. It's just the way right, it is. Right, yeah. So, and and yeah. you hate seeing, you know, a band act like that. It just leaves yeah. that sour taste in your mouth that it doesn't matter how long ago it was. You're going to remember that they were like that. Yeah, I don't care how much they've changed now. You're In your mind, it's like, do I really want to pay to go risk seeing that again? And I don't know if they play Judith anymore. So why would I go? <laughs> <laughs> like, I like three Libras and everything, but if they don't play Judith, then... Roy, Roy. All right, man. After that long-ass conversation, what I did want to say was that if you want to pay for my ticket for Star Wars, I will review it. That's how things work <laughs> with movies we don't want to see. If, you're, if your heart's not in it to see the movie, then I don't see me paying someone to do something half-assed. This is your wake-up call! <laughs> Get it together, let's go! And on you're that trying to, to get under my skin. You're now, like, trying. And on that note, it's time for new songs. All right, Jackson. New song time. So versus the new metal slash hardcore kind of-ish band, they have signed with Revival Recordings. So once again, Revival is kind of branching out into other genres that they might not have been covering before. So I think this was a very good signing for them. Versus after announcing that they were signed, also announced that their new album, The Cardinal, will come out in early 2017, and they released a new track called no safety. So why don't we play a little bit of that and then talk about it. Yeah, man. So to me, that sounds pretty like old school new metal. Yeah, I agree. And I like that. I have no problem with that. I think they're a good band. I think this was a good pickup. I completely agree. I actually really enjoyed the track. And if you told me before I heard the song that this was just, you know, another new metal band with maybe, you know, some hardcore in there, I probably wouldn't be as interested, Yeah. to be honest, because, you know, it's not really what I like to listen to anymore. And probably a lot of people feel the same way. But when I heard this song, I was like, damn, this is really good. I love the chorus. I love the vocals. I love that, like, harsh screaming that he kind of does. Right. Like, it's really good. And I really like the whole, the chugging that they kind of do with the guitar. Mm -hmm. It's like a, to me, a perfect in sync with the beat of the song and, like, the way the vocals fit in. I just really like the way the song was made. And a great pickup for Revival Recordings. They're on fire. I don't think I could have said it better myself there. That's well done. Even the opening that they have is that old school new metal. It sounded like the beginning of like a Mushroom Head song, like yeah. with the sirens and stuff, and just the kind of way they were doing it. Not with the vocals or anything like that, but just yeah. that little beginning. And yeah, I just enjoy that. So I'm looking forward to seeing how this album comes out because if they keep up on track with that, I think we're going to be in for another great record. 
I completely agree. And the music video was actually pretty cool too. I mean, yeah. it's weird because it's just the band playing basically in like a garage, which is something that a lot of bands do now where they just, their music video is just them playing in like a room. Right. And to me, it's not even interesting and I don't enjoy it. Oh, geez. But <laughs> they made this one actually interesting. <laughs> I, I really don't see the point of a music video when bands just release a video of them playing in a room. Yep. I really don't see the point of it. I feel like it's a waste in funds. They need to do that 360 camera thing, and then that's be fine. cool. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. No, I agree with you. Yeah, they just want to get their faces out there, like something <laughs> to show people, like, hey, we are a real thing. So yeah, good pickup by Revival. I think Versus landed in a good spot too with a label that's going to nurture them, and I think it'll work out pretty well for both parties. Yes, sir. All right. Now I don't know. Maybe I'll piss people off with this one a little bit too. You're not gonna piss me off. Oh, okay. Oh, yay! All right. Yay! So it's new at the drive-in. It's called "Governed by Contagions." Here's the thing, man. I just like I will give them complete credit for being around for how long they were. I mean, they started really, really early. <laughs> what? That just sounds like the easiest way to just completely say that somebody is shit. No, I am not gonna call them shit. But they started in the 90s. They started in the 90s yeah. as one of those first post-hardcore bands that really got post-hardcore on the map. Like, they really did. Plus, one Arm Scissor was huge. I mean, that was a huge track for a band that at that time would not have been as big. Like, I still don't know how that song got traction. I agree. But so, I have never really been a fan of theirs, though. And the reason why is because I just... I can't do those vocals. I can't. I had so much trouble with it. I don't know why. It just rubs me the wrong way. I could be okay with it if it was just in maybe a couple parts in the song, but sure. that is literally the tone of the whole song. Right. And I'll go as far as saying I didn't like the song at all. I actually thought the song was awful. No, I look, I mean, it's one of those things where I have respect for this band, so I'm not going to trash them, but it's just one of those things I know people will be pissed you know, I, I know there are people that absolutely love At The Drive-In and all the power to you. You're going to really love seeing them on tour, I'm sure, when they're out mm -hmm. in 2017. Like, that's awesome. But it's just not my style. So let's just play a little bit so people who may never have heard of them can get a listen to what it is. So this is Governed by Contagions. So I wanted to play that last bit because I do like the that's the way the guillotine collapse part. I do like that because <laughs> I like that flow of words, if that makes sense. Like I like the thought put into that, but right. I just it's hard. I don't know. It's just not my it's not my style. Yeah, mine either. And it never will be. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I just really didn't like it, man. When I put that song on, I was like, what is this? Like, it wasn't even, like, to where at the end of the song, I was like, oh, I can see me listening to this in this situation or this. But the whole time, I was just like, what is this? 
I, I didn't like it at all. I can tell. And the lyrics were a little off, too. <laughs> the lyrics were weird. Well, they're always weird. It's at the yeah. Levin. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're at the level of Dance Gavin Dance, but they're, <laughs> you know, they're still <laughs> pretty fucking out there. So I thought you were going to name some top-tier lyrical band for a second. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. By the way, I think on Dance Gavin Dance's website for the holidays, I think you can buy like salsa and avocados <laughs> and whatever the fuck they were singing in their last album. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's fucking um, hilarious. Pass me some, let me hit that shit. I yeah. forgot what it was. I'll go and cryo and return to life, ho, and make a bisque some tomato basil shit. <laughs> and then here, riding a rhino pico de gallo. So that's oh a, I believe they have some pico de gallo. <laughs> I'll sleep when I leap that jeep. Oh my gosh. Oh dude, it's so for some reason they make it work, man, because I I do love that album. I really do. I everybody does. To all the fans, they nailed that album this year. And to be honest, I like instant gratification better. And I know that is a very unpopular opinion. It is. Alright, so we'll leave that one. We'll leave that one for other people. That's fine. Yeah. Now let's move on to Chasing Safety. They released their new track, Erase Me, on Spotify, and their new album, Nomad, comes out on January 6th. So what I'm happy about is I'm going to see them with Ice Nine Kills in that private Elks Lodge show. You're just a happy little butterfly, aren't you? I am. Always happy. Spreading my wings and flying around. So great. (laughs) So great. Why don't we take a listen to Erase Me? So to me, knowing Season of the Dead, this seems like a continuation. I don't think they've changed their sound much from that past album. And I'm completely fine with that because I want to see how the rest of this album plays out. And I want to see him do it live because I have no problem with that track. Anyways, uh, yeah, no, I actually really do like that track. Um, And you can definitely tell it is a continuation of their previous work. But I'd rather have it be a continuation than for it to be bad. So it's definitely on a positive note. And no, I can't wait for you to tell me how it is when you see them with Ice Nine Kills. That's going to be cool. Yeah, I think so. And I've seen them live a few times, actually, and they've been great every time. So the only thing I'm hoping for is I know a couple times they liked using a little bit more electronics in Season of the Dead. And I think Mm -hmm. they've stayed away from that a little bit more, hopefully. So we'll see. I'm looking forward to this album. So Yeah, me too. And it's always a positive thing to stay away from the synthesizing noises that you hear a lot well then jackson you should have told this next band oh man yeah so uh, i set my friends on fire signed to tragic hero records and they released a new song called my uzi holds a hundred round conscience so do you want to apologize now for the previous episode or not why would i apologize because you chose it for breakdown from the past and kept on saying, oh, they haven't had new music for like six years or whatever. Like they're not together anymore. 
And then literally like a week later. Well, I'm not sorry for, for <laughs> me picking it of my breakdown from the past because their first album was actually good. But I mean, I will give you this. This song was awful. Oh, it's garbage. And that's why we're not playing any of it. Yeah, I mean, there's honestly not much to say about it. I'm just telling you it's it's bad. No, it's so bad. It's auto-tuned as fuck. It's it it just, could have even not been auto-tuned. It's just it a bad song. <laughs> the music video is bad. Like, they're trying to be so hipster, I don't give a shit. And it's so, like, you can smell it on them. You know what I mean? Like, you can smell that they're trying hard to not try hard. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it at all. I it's laziness it's it's not something you make a comeback with that's for sure and i like tragic hero i don't know what they were doing with this what's really weird too is in the announcement i set my friends on fire said we're proud to announce that we have signed with tragic hero records with that being said we are also proud to announce that we are not only working on caterpillar sex but a fourth (laughs) album as well which will be much more back to the roots but with a new twist now For people that don't know, because unfortunately I did follow this band and I know about them, Caterpillar Sex is supposed to be their third album after Astral Rejection. Which was a bust. Yeah, and they were talking about Caterpillar Sex for years. And if you've heard any of the demos that they released, it's some of the worst stuff I've ever heard in my life. And it has not even an inkling to do with any of their previous work but now they're already announcing that that song the uzi song is coming off of a different album and somehow they're gonna put out two of them i don't get how do they have material i mean i guess you could go to your garbage can and pick out a whole bunch of items and smash them into an album well i wouldn't the uzi song be on caterpillar sex no because they said that's off of the fourth album so the third album is supposed to be caterpillar sex in the press release or whatever, it says that the Uzi song is going to be on the fourth album, not the third. Whatever. I, whatever. I, We're giving to be them. Honest, I don't even care about yeah. this whole album gate thing going on <laughs> right here. It's it's all ridiculous. Just hit me up when they're releasing good shit, I guess. Because if it's gonna stay like so this, never? they're not even worth. <laughs> Probably never, man. I, I mean, know. it really is a letdown. I really hate how this is what they make a comeback with. You know. I'm just really surprised. I. I don't get it. Hey, maybe... See, the thing I was going to say was, and the reason why I listened to the track and I, you know, we talk about it on the show is because I wanted to be like, oh, wow, maybe they've changed. You know, maybe he learned to sing. Maybe... Maybe he's got worse. Yeah, it just really got bad. Like, even worse than it was before. So, I, I... Sorry, guys. I cannot... I cannot recommend this band to anyone. It's just on that list. Yeah. See, we can agree on, like, all music, but <laughs> I guess much. when it comes to movies, we're just completely... <laughs> It's fine. Yeah, I like good stuff. You don't. It's fine. Okay. I, should have brought, I shouldn't have even brought it up. All right. Well, let's move on from that terrible, terrible band. And let's go to Eva Plays Dead with their new track, Bones. So let's take a listen to this and then we'll talk about it. Why do we think for ourselves? Why 
So what do you think, Jackson? I really enjoyed that song. Me too. I'm glad because I feel like they bring something different than the normal female rock bands. I don't know what it is. They have this like this like attitude they kind of bring that yeah. I really like. Yeah, they're from England, I believe. And oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I like the female fronted. I like her voice. Like I think it does yeah. very well, and I like the riffs of the guitar. Like I think it's that nice like hard rock female fronted band that you don't always get a chance to see. Like the only thing I could think of really off the top of my head is like Hailstorm. You know what I mean? Right. But not comparing them, just saying that they also do hard rock kind of, but I don't mm-hmm. think they necessarily sound like Hailstorm, just saying in general. But I'm looking forward to seeing what they've got coming out next. Yeah, me too. I really hope they have something coming out soon, whether it's an EP or an album or, or anything, because so far the songs that they released are really good. So I'm really excited for them. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> so that brings us to the end of new songs. So let's go on to tours. All right, all right. So once again, we've got a ton of tours that we've already talked about. So I don't even think we should talk about those ones as much anymore, right? Yeah, we they get it. Yeah, everyone <laughs> everyone gets it. So how about this? So let's just mention we've got the Funeral Portrait who's still out with Famous Last Words. So you should definitely go see them, especially because we're going to be talking about their new album, A Moment of Silence, later on in the show. Next, we have the End Is Here tour with Falling in Reverse, Issues, Motionless and White, and Danger Kids. Moose Blood with Trophy Eyes, Boston Manor, and A Will Away. Old Wounds headlining tour with Exalt and Seizures. Then, here's a list of some bands that I now have tickets for. Everything went on sale last week. Newfound Glory is going out and touring multiple nights in multiple venues, doing different albums each night. So I got both nights for Boston. Yeah, and it's at a small venue. Then, we spoke about it last week, AFI is going out on tour as well. Then we have Mayday Parade. It's a ton of shows in 2017 already. Just imagine as soon as January kicks in, everyone's going to have those like, Happy New Year announcement kind of deals where they're like, all right, this year we're going to be doing this. Yep. Oh, yeah. There are plenty of bands that still don't have tours. Yeah. So, yeah, we got a lot coming, but definitely got that set. Then I didn't even realize this until I saw it on Facebook, but Every Time I Die is going out with Knock Loose, and they are playing a block away from my apartment. So I got tickets for that as well. So I'm excited. When does that start? That starts in 2017 as well, but I think it might be January or February. So everyone can check, you know, obviously we're not going to read all the dates to everyone, but you can just look up the bands and see because they're going to be promoting these tours big time. So make sure you look into them. Like we said before, at the drive-in, they have their tour in March doing select shows in the Northeast and, you know, wherever. Periphery with the Sonic Unrest Tour. They're going out with the Contortionist, Norma Jean, and Infinity Shred. I wouldn't mind seeing Norma Jean in Periphery. Yeah, but for the rest, it's like, ah. No, I got you. But I haven't seen Norma Jean in so long. I'll see him Sunday and tell you about it. Oh, curses. Oh, yeah. Well, at least I get to hear secondhand about it. So that's something. Yes, sir. That is something. (laughs) Then we've got... No! (laughs) Oh, my God. I didn't even see that one coming. Yep. I was like, what the hell? Attila is out with the Let's Get Abducted tour. They're with New Year's Day... Bad Omens and Kane Hill. See, that's a good lineup. And you know what? 
they're not even coming near me. Good. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm sad. No, I'm, I'm butterfly sad. needs to spread his wings to different shows. Damn straight. Then we've got Too Close to Touch going out with Water Parks, Creeper, and Chapel. I'm hoping they come around. I've only seen Too Close to Touch once, and I want to see if they do Ellie live. They haven't yet. Have you seen their Instagrams and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, they're like push- they're, they're pushing it. So I don't know if that's their next single or not. Like I don't know if they're, you know, I don't know. So we'll yeah. have to see. I, I I thought the same thing. I mean, it sucks because I hate to like assign one song to a band that has many great tracks. Really great tracks, yeah. I really want to see that song played live. I mean, you can just imagine the feeling of hearing that song live. You know what I mean? Especially coming from him. So I looked it up on Setlist FM to yeah. see if, you know, in all the previous shows, and they have not done it once. So I think all the audience would be crying at the same time. To be honest, I, I didn't even think they would. And they may not. They may never play that song live. I don't think they will. I would love an acoustic version of that song. Ooh, that would be insane. Yeah, that would be, oh, wow. Oh, speaking of acoustic, I can't oh, believe I didn't hey. mention this earlier. What are we thinking, Jason? <laughs> um, All Fucked Up by Amity Affliction. They released an acoustic version for it. Oh, I didn't hear that yet. Okay, I'll yeah, look it up. They, it's all messed up, though. They even changed the word <laughs> right, around. Then I'm not doing it, then. Wait, wait, wait. They <laughs> they actually changed the words, though? They didn't, yeah, like, in the bleep song, in the words? Yeah, it messed okay. up. Yeah, I'm not a fan of when bands have to do that. Yeah, me either. But I do know that whenever they did do that, yeah. it's, like, all over the radio in Australia. So oh, like sure. that got them very very. Well, what else out are the there? Australians gonna do? Come on, <laughs> come on now. The only thing the Australians have to do is talk to me on Twitter, like Sienna Skies was the other night. Hey, oh that was cool. yeah, trying to work something out there where they can be on the show, maybe. Shh, shh, shh. <laughs> I still love that album, by the way. Same. And last tour on the list. <laughs> last but least. Last and least. Yeah, it's Carry the Flame Tour 2017 with After the Burial, uh, Muir, Fit for a King, Fit for an Autopsy, and Invent Animate. And actually, everything would be great if one band was off that tour. Yeah, they ruin the whole thing. They really do, especially because they're going to be like the second to last band. And that just ruins the whole entire flow. I can guarantee you that people will go for the first three bands. And if they do stay, it's for after the burial. Well, of course. <laughs> of course. Like, but that's, that's why that's why they stay. It's because like that's the only reason why Amir gets anyone to listen to them ever is because of other bands. Like they never headline. Like could you imagine an Amir headlining tour? Everyone would be gone. Like they just watch all the other bands and they'd be out. They're like, peace, we're fucking gone. I would love to see a tour of them with like the shittiest bands and see if people even go at all unfortunately i think they would get people to go somehow but i understand what you're saying i would uh, actually fun fun little side topic and i know we shouldn't do this on the show so i'm not gonna (laughs) force you to do it but i would love to hear your dream lineup of shit bands like if you could say you know a five band lineup of the worst bands what would it be and you do not have to answer that because i know you don't like to well you know yeah, I, look, we're pretty open about the bands that we don't like on the show. <laughs> and most of the time, I would say all the time, actually, there's a reason for it. Like, it's never oh, yeah. that they dress a certain way or, you know, anything no, like no, that. No, no, it's no. all 
I don't think that the ones that I make fun of, I don't think that they have talent in most cases. Like and I didn't make most of them aren't unpopular opinions either. No, no, there's a lot of you know quote unquote hate for a lot of these bands, but it's because there's a reason. Like I didn't make fun of at the drive-in for not being talented. You know what I mean? Like I just don't connect with their music because of that one thing. Like it's just right. the way it is. But I don't think they suck, and I don't think that they're untalented but there are bands like Amur, and i've said Amur many many times on the show i think they oh, are man. completely untalented i don't think there's any talent in the band whatsoever except now that they have the guitarist from glass cloud that's it yeah that's and and even then he doesn't even really get to utilize his talent with this kind of music if anything they've dumbed him down so that he exactly. can work in Amur. so that's the thing and, and look and anyone if you want to debate me on whether Amir sucks or not, that's completely fine. Like, we can do that. I don't care. Ian loves that so much. Yeah, I'm completely fine with debating. And that's the thing. I've seen Amir live multiple times. Unfortunately, I've had to <laughs> sit through them. So you can't even tell me they're good live because they're not. They're not good I live. agree. And they they attract the douchiest people, too. Like, <laughs> the douchiest people to be in the pit and all that kind of stuff. Like, it's just bad. Exclusive Ian hates word, douchiest. Douchiest. <laughs> I'm sure I'm not the first to use that, especially when talking about a mirror. This is probably the longest we've ever spent on saying tours just because I of know. how bad a mirror is. <laughs> they, they cause this. They, See, they cause this all the bad. This is another example. That's the only thing that's going to suck about 2017 is that there's a new Amir album. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I think we're fine on telling the truth about a mirror. So, how about we move on to the favorite? part of the show best bumper let's get to reviews Every time. Gets me every time. It works out perfectly. Nothing better to get the taste of a mirror out of your mouth than to go <laughs> and talk about some good albums. Why don't we first get this out of the way? Let's, you know, bad taste in our mouth and all. Let's get this out of the way. We are not going to review Vada Wave. They have their new album out or new EP out, Out of Body, that's self-released. I know we played part of their track that they released last week, but it's really not our music. And I did give it a listen, but really the only thing for this band that I can say is if I had a lady friend over who does not like the music that I like, I could put that on in the background and be okay, but I would never listen to that ever on any other basis. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I don't want to go too much into death. No, that's it. That's all we got to say. I mean, that's pretty much it. Nothing yeah. bad about it. So just... all the best to them. I'm sure they'll do well in their hipster scene. Like, that's great. Oh, see, there you go. What? <laughs> it's true. Are you telling you me that wasn't a hipster? Your, your little number. Are you telling me that wasn't hipster? I think you're too offensive with the hipster button. I think you, like, label hip. Like, if there's anything bad, it's hipster. When I can imagine that EP as a soundtrack to a movie about someone taking a cross-country road trip to discover something and really <laughs> discovering themselves... <laughs> We shouldn't be doing this. No, 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 no. We should not be doing this. Next album, please. You're right. You're right. Good job. Way to rein it in. Self-control. Yep. Way to rein it in. Okay. Let's go on to Destroy the Runner, 
with Void. It is self-released. This is where they had a Kickstarter to get the money for this album. So just a little bit of background. So they did release an EP in 2014, but the main things they're known for are Saints in 2006 and I, Lucifer in 2008. And I think one of the big things to remember about these two albums is it's two completely different lead vocalists. So in I, Lucifer, it's Chad Ackerman. And that's my favorite album of theirs. There's way more cleans on it, and it's a little bit catchier. The album itself just really caught me in a different way than Saints did. I like Saints as well, but I, Lucifer really got me. And Saints was that first album. That one was done with Kyle Setter, and he's back for this EP, Void. Gotcha. So that's just a little bit of background there. But it's a six-track EP, and I liked it. I liked it too. I did. To be honest, I'm not sure really how to go about this because it's not bad in any sort of way. Right. I, I enjoyed the EP front to back. There was no weak points to me, but there was no highlights to me. You know what I mean? My highlight was probably Born to Hate. Born to Hate. Yeah, that was probably my highlight, but I understand what you're saying. It's one of those ones where I guess I kind of wanted more because I like the band. And that's kind of where I landed with this one was... I liked it. They're talented, but it's maybe not something I would need to go back to for a while, you know? I agree. And it's really hard to go back to this after the release of I, Lucifer. That's another thing, too, is if you said, hey, or if I said, hey, I'm in the mood to listen to some Destroy the Runner, I would go to I, Lucifer and listen to that. Yeah. So it's not to take away if you really enjoyed, because I would say... This EP is more of a mix of I, Lucifer, and Saints, but a little bit leaning more towards the Saints part. Yeah, and I actually like it better than Saints. I just feel like Lucifer was their high point, and they didn't meet it or exceed it. You know what I mean? I and agree. That's, I mean, that's the only issue I have with the EP. Right. Like, that's it. And that's why I'm not trying to put it down, because I don't think it's bad. It's just personal preference for me is right. I like the stuff in i lucifer better same and i feel like a lot of people might think like that but then again maybe not if, if you liked saints more than i lucifer then you're definitely gonna love the cp because yeah. this is an upgraded version of saints yeah they like bridge the gap a little bit between saints and i lucifer it's almost like you could have almost expected this ep to come out in 2007 because yeah. they went from 2006 to 2008 it's like if this had come out right in between it would have made right. a lot of sense to their transition that they were making. I completely agree. So yeah, I would say check it out for sure, though. Yeah, same here. Um, everybody does need to listen to it. Uh, don't just take our word for it. And like I said, the whole thing of us liking I Lucifer more might be completely different for anybody else. So please check it out. Yeah, I mean, take our advice for everything, of course, but then also do this. <laughs> so that's Destroy the Runner with Void. So next band we're going to talk about is Zeo with the well-intentioned virus and this is self-released as well so this is classic heavy metalcore yeah it's hard for me to say anything bad about them because they've been around for so long and they've been such (laughs) an influence on the scene like they really are the classic hard metalcore like this is what they do right so for me the only thing i can say really bad about it though is i think i have to be in the mood to listen to this 
Yeah, same here. You you'd have to be in a pretty rough mood. <laughs> this isn't something you could just oh, I feel like listening to something good, let me put this on. Not because it's not good, but because it's not something you could play at any situation. And see, to be honest though, the issue that I had with it is I don't like the way it sounds as in the way it was produced. Okay. Like I feel like it's still cuz it's okay for a band to still have that feel of like the old kind of hardcore. Mm-hmm. But when the production sounds like an old hardcore song, that's when I think it's an issue. Like I feel like it's like if you compare the production to this album to a production of a 2005 album that they have or 07 or anything, I feel like it's the same thing. You know what I mean? I know it doesn't you're... sound even as clear to me. It sounds rough. See, for some reason I didn't get that though. I thought it was more produced. Because I thought they added a little bit more melodic guitar work to what they were doing. So I thought it was produced differently than old school albums would have been. But maybe I just heard it differently, which is in possible. In certain parts, no, but it, I do agree with you, though, because in certain parts it does sound like that. But mainly it's like when more of the – it's all the screen because they even have some soft parts in it. Only a few. Good. Only a few. Yeah, and like <laughs> when I hear that, it sounds – you know, well, but I don't know what it is. It just didn't sit well with me whenever it was just an all out scream. Yeah. Not because of the music, but I feel like it was just a production issue. That That's oh. my only concern with this. Yeah. My thing was just, I have to be in a certain mood to listen to this. And I think it kind of runs together. Like it was mm-hmm. difficult for me to tell when they went to a different track almost sometimes, you know? Yeah. But, I agree. But that's a stigma of metalcore sometimes, especially if you're doing mostly unclean vocals and you're relying on the guitar a lot. That does happen. I agree. And that is something that happened with this. That is for sure. They had little to no clean parts. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm always listening for that, and that certainly did not occur. <laughs> as sure. But look, once again, this is a classic metalcore band that will always have my respect. And it's just one of those things where... I think you just have to, at least for me, I just have to be in the mood for this. I agree. Yeah, it's. I mean, there's nothing really too much to go into it about. No, not really. All right, let's try out A Well-Intentioned Virus, the title track. So I think that's a good taste. I think that's a good taste for that. <laughs> yeah. So if that is your style, you're really going to like that album because it's a lot like that. The whole thing. Pretty much. <laughs> no, it's true. And believe me, I, I know I'm going to end up listening to them again. Like I always end up listening to Zayo from time to time. Yeah, same here. So once again, that's Zayo, the well-intentioned virus, and that is self-released. Next up, we got Dream Shade releasing the album vibrant off of artery recordings now this is a sweden band you said right Swedish. i think you said this before yeah this is Swedish, a Swedish right. metal band yep <laughs> um i actually really enjoyed this album more yeah. than i thought i would did, did you feel the same way yeah it was under the radar to me like i had if anything artery as we know was putting a lot of marketing and promotion behind crystal lake and yeah. i started to see things after crystal lake i started to see things for dream shade i was like wait a second I had never heard of this band before. 
So as soon as this came out, I checked it out. It obviously wasn't on our list from last week because we weren't sure if we were going to be able to talk about it or not. But yeah, this is it's funny. We've talked about two Swedish metal bands recently with In Flames and Dead by April. And now to go through this one. And I really like this album. It's like melodic metalcore slash modern metal. And I thought yeah. they did a really good job. Like, I really like the guitar work. I thought the drumming was excellent. I like the vocals, the back and forth between the cleans and uncleans. Like, I think it worked very well for them. Yeah, that's actually what I was going to get to. The part that I thought was the highlight of this album was their vocals. Mm-hmm. I thought they had very good vocals. And I feel like that's kind of a Swedish trait. I feel like, um, I don't know what it was, but from Dead by April, from In Flames, and now from Gene Shade. Every single album that I heard of them, I remember always just getting captivated by the vocals and not necessarily the rest, but I just really, really enjoy the vocals. Actually, you know what? I was thinking of a bit, I was thinking of like like a game show thing we could do based on what you were talking about, because I swear to you that I can guess if you put a band I've never heard of and another band I've never heard of and played a sample from each, I could tell you whether they were a Swedish metal band or not. Because there's something about the way they play that I know. And I'm thinking about doing that. I think that'd be a really fun like little game show we could do. So you got to think of like a clever title and everything. And then prep <laughs> like five different, so technically ten different bands. And it's either Swedish metal or not. And you get to guess between them. I think that'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. And I see, I know what you're saying because they do have the sound. You? Do you? But no, wait, wait, wait. Time out. I do feel like if you put me on like a game show and you're like, all right, which one is not? I feel like I would fail every time. But it's like when I hear it and then you say that switch, I'll be like, oh, yeah, okay. All right. Well, maybe you won't be too good at the game. So how about no. this? How about you make but it? But then, then I might be. Ooh. Oh, it could be throwing me off here. You make up the bands and then you play them and then I guess. Deal. There we go. All right. Look at that. New bit for the show. New bit for the show. <laughs> Well, why don't we play one of the tracks that they put out a music video for, Where My Heart Belongs. Yeah, that's a rocking track right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's funny is Artery killed it two weeks in a row now. Yeah, Arter- you know, there's a lot of labels coming out of the woodworks this year, actually. Yeah. No, I'm impressed. I like this. I'm going to see if I can get them on the show. Oh, that would be sick. I want to represent Swedish Metal on the show somewhere. <laughs> that's going to be the Ian Hate staple. Fuck We're yeah. Swedish friendly. Oh, definitely, man. <laughs> no doubt about that. I've been to Sweden, too. Have you really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Went to an ice bar. Ooh. Ooh, I know, right? So, yeah, I would say all in all, this is a really, really good album front to back. And I would recommend that people check it out, especially if they like that. I mean, you heard the technical guitar work there. Like, you know they've got it. Plus, you heard the differences in the vocals and everything. And that's a pretty solid standout throughout as well. I would say they do a good job of mixing that stuff in throughout the entire album. 
Uh, yeah, I highly recommend that everyone listens to this. And like Ian was saying, the whole guitar, like the melodic sound that they bring, it's always like really unique. And I really enjoy that. And the song you played also is one of the best ones to me, in my opinion, at least. But yeah, no, I look forward to even new stuff from them because this is actually the first I've heard of them. So I'm excited to, you know, keep up with them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You want to make sure you track them and able to see all the new stuff and then check out some of the older stuff too. It's Dreamshade Vibrant off Artery Recordings. And everyone needs to jam that. But moving on, we actually have a surprise album because I actually didn't know this was coming out till it came out. I don't know if it's the same for you. I saw no promotion for this whatsoever. Yeah, same here. I As soon as I heard it, I was like, what? And then it was a whole album. But anyways, Landon Tours from The Plot and You released an album called Dynamite off of Tribune Music, which is actually his own record label. Right. I did not expect anything from this album because I did not hear about it. Sure. <laughs> but if we're going to talk about, you know, just in general how this went, I give it a very big thumbs up. I love this album. It's a weird fucking album, man. It is. It's all over the place. It's... Every song is a completely different genre. Completely different genre but singing about almost the same thing. See, that's my only issue with it. Every song is about some sort of sexual thing. Well, and I don't, I didn't dig that. I at, well, really. I'm okay with that. I'm completely okay. But I thought that was funny because that's the thing I locked onto. Like the quickest was every song almost is about sexual something and very, very explicit sexual something very very detailed <laughs> and i looked at his twitter and it just so happened that he, he put a quote from his mom on his tweet and said <laughs> quote i love your songs i just wish you didn't sing about sex so much <laughs> oh man fucking hilarious and it's so poignant to this album because that seems to be like the only thing he's singing about and what i was surprised about is it's so explicit like the amount of times he says come the amount of times yeah. he talks about like the most graphic and I'm completely like I don't bat an eye at that stuff, but I was not expecting it in an album where he's basically doing folk music almost. Yeah. Like it's like every kind of it's like folk and bluesy and then there's a little alternative rock there. He screams sometimes. It's never it never goes into like the post hardcore metalcore stuff like that. But no. his voice is definitely there and he definitely does the Landon Tour's voice. Yeah, I agree. See, it's not that I have a problem with the topic. I just rather not. Like it's you're not a something. You know what I mean? Boo, what? You're a prude. Boo. It's not that. It's like if I feel okay, Landon Tours to me is top three best vocalists in our scene. Wow. By far. I like, mean I have not, him high on the list for sure. Yeah. See, I love the music he makes. Right. Especially his solo music. I'll be honest with you. I like this album almost more than anything the plot and you has put out. Wow. Okay. And I really strongly more go than with the last that. album? Yeah. Oh wow. Because honestly, off the last album, I think it's their best album, but there's only about five songs on that album that I jam. And oh, the rest is just okay. like good. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. And it's because of the new direction they went in. Because they have the songs on that new album that sound, you know, like previous work. And then they have about five or six songs that are in a new direction that they went, where it's like, 
I don't want to say they really slowed down a bunch, but you know, they got a totally different direction and I really feel like that's their sound. Sure. But on Landon Tour's Dynamite album, he really got to express his vocals. And I'm glad he did this solo and not with the plot and you, because I well, feel like it wouldn't have worked and it would have been a disappointment. Yeah, no way. Yeah. Two people that are plot and you fans. But to me, just liking those certain songs off of the Happiness and Self-Destruction album, this was perfect to me. The only problem I had was that the topic was the same thing for every song. It's not what the topic was. That didn't bother me at all. That's landing tours for you. Right. But it's the fact that that's, I mean, a concept album about sex is basically what it is. <laughs> and that's not that appealing to me. Uh, one or two songs, okay, Ooh. fine. And, you know, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not it's not the topic. It's how many times you talk about it in the same album. Well, but almost... music-wise, this album was, to me, amazing. I feel like every song was very good, even though they didn't connect at all. Every song is completely different than the other, but I loved it. Every song was great. I really did enjoy it. I almost went through and tried to count how many times he said sucking and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you probably got lost in the first song. Yeah. It's, it's I think ridiculous. in the first song, in, in Sick Obsession, I think he talks about how to win the girl he's going after that he would kill her parents for her. And then they yeah, can move to California. and yeah. all that stuff. And they can move to California. You know, only if she wants to move, though. It was, yeah. It's so weird. But that's the thing. Like, do you know, because I tried to do some research on this and found, like, nothing. The same as I found no promotion for it. I didn't really <laughs> find anything about it. Was this written as, like, an alter ego or something? Dude, I I have no idea. And I've heard his previous work because he's done solo stuff before. Right. And it's like this, but worse because it's the yeah, same topic. Right. You know what I mean? But more explicit. And you'd think this is like maximum explicit. Well, no, no. <laughs> but it's not. It's I mean, it's been worse. Like, see, that's what I'm getting at. The music is awesome. Like, he's so talented. I just wish he would use it for a different topic. Because it's not even just that it's all he talks about in this album. It's all he's talked about even in the previous albums. No, I got you. I can understand that. You know that. what yeah. I mean? Look, I and thought it, get, it, it was good. It gets a little, you know, it's not, I, I don't dig it at all. No, I, I got you. I'm going to play a part of my favorite track on the album. Which one? I May Be Evil. Okay. Yes. 
I play that one a little bit longer because I thought people needed to see a taste of that doesn't just get heavy all of a sudden or anything. That's the way right. his tracks are. And there were two great lines in that one little bit of that song, and that's why I like it so much. I've let people down, so I can't give up. You must be stupid because I made you smile. Aww, I like that yeah. shit. Well, no, it's putting it's putting a person <laughs> down. Like that's what, I don't know. I really like that. What's your favorite track on the album? It is a it might be either sick obsession because okay. I really really I don't know what it is, but just will. the way it like starts off in like a acoustic set and then transitions into like an alternative way. The stretching girl, I may be evil and cooped up. I think are my favorite ones. Well, let's play a little bit of sick obsession then. Let's keep the people interested there. Because, yeah, see. I love the transition. <laughs> and that's the thing. I'm completely shocked at how much I do like this. Like, I really do. Because normally I don't do any of this style of music, really. Like, there's a few people every once in a while, there's a song that I'll hear that'll, like, kind of attach itself to me. But I was surprised mm. because I really like this stuff. I'm just also, if you heard those lyrics, you're like, where is this coming from? It's a little bit almost like the King 810 stuff. Like, this isn't part yeah. of your life, but you're listening to it. <laughs> you're listening to it. You're like, okay. That's the kind of way I feel about when uh, King A10 does Devil Don't Cry or something like that. Mm. Like, those or like puts you in a different world. Yeah, exactly. It's an alternate universe almost where this track makes sense. And that's what music does. And that's why oh. like, I like this so much. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I really did enjoy that album because of stuff like that. Right. I can no way, shape, or form relate any of those songs to any part of my life. I mean, I can, but, but I'm not going to go really into It's really an enjoyment to hear. <laughs> oh, Ian. Well, then, hey, I think I would recommend this, and you would also. Yep, yep. So let's talk about it again. It's Landon Tours, and Tours is T-E-W-E-R-S, Dynamite on Tribune Music. All right, so that closes out our album reviews, and then let's talk about upcoming albums. Yay! Yay! We've got three major albums and at least one that I'm ridiculously excited for everyone to hear. First one up, If I Were You, Life After Death on Manifest Records. Then we've got Migosh with Apostasy on Outer Loop Records. And then the big one right here, the one we've been talking about for forever, The Funeral Portrait, A Moment of Silence on Revival Recordings, 
all of these come out on Friday, December 16th. Boom. And AP good shit. AP did a very nice review of the Funeral Portraits new album, which is pretty cool. Did they? Here's the thing. Like, I love that they're getting play in AP. So not to take away from, you know, Funeral Portrait for getting a great review, but that's all AP does now. Yeah. Have you noticed that? They yeah. they took out the whole rating system and now they just say good things about the bands that they put in. But the whole point is to get your band in AP is like them approving of your music in the first place. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I can't wait to read it, actually. I didn't know they got to a funeral portrait. And that's really cool because I feel like the funeral portrait really needs the exposure. They do because they deserve it because, like I said, this album is awesome. And if you don't believe me, first of all, you know, pre-order it and get it. You know, we talk about it once again <laughs> in the conversation I have with Lee, by the way. So you should also go ahead and go listen to that conversation because that was a lot of fun talking to him about everything, you know, a funeral portrait as well as a moment of silence. But make sure you pre-order or pick up the album during that first week because it is so ridiculously important. Yeah, and I've only heard two songs off of the album, which are the ones they released. But like I said earlier, that's another story for another time. But just based off those two tracks, I can tell this is going to be an amazing album. I cannot wait for it. It is an amazing album. Thank you, Ian. I'm so glad. Hey, I got my merch bundle coming. (laughs) Hopefully you have your merch bundle coming, and then you can listen to the album. Don't turn this around on me, Ricky Bobby. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Stick to your lane. But yes, make sure to pick up A Moment of Silence and then also make sure to listen to the conversation I had with Lee in the previous episode because we get to talk about a lot of really fun stuff. I was very happy. I've been trying to get him on the show for months and it was just perfect timing that the new album was coming out and we were able to go over everything I wanted to. So it was great. I agree. All right. So now... Kiss your ass, just to get a good review in your magazine. Well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self-righteous poser, wannabe writer, candy ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass, Jeremy! Shove it up your ass! Don't review that, Einstein! Breakdown from the pastime. <laughs> I forgot that was our segment number. So when I heard it, I was like, what the fuck? I have that one for everyone now. That's the last, that's always from reviews into Breakdown from the Past. I'm really glad. I completely forgot we had that. Don't worry. I did not forget. Oh. All right, Jackson, you are up. Breakdown from the Past. What you got? I'm up. I'm up right now. Like, the, like right now. Yeah. Did you forget again? Like, 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 like this is it? Did you forget? Well, um, here, let me go over the lines you wrote for me. <laughs> um, uh, I don't see it on the script. Are you sure? If I wrote you a script for the show, if we had any sort of script for this show, there's no way we would talk about the things that we do. No, for real. Okay, but no, okay. I'm now I'm done with my little shitty joke. Um, yeah, my <laughs> breakdown from the past band is the Forerunner. Oh now oh, they are a band. They are. I used to jam. <laughs> They're a band. <laughs> no, sorry. They were a band <laughs> that I used to jam these shit out of back in the Dizzy when I oh, first got into the music, and I completely forgot about them. And the other day, I saw them on my like old library that I used to have on my computer, so I'm really glad I found them. But yeah, they released an album in 2011 and 2012. Um, they got Victory, which is to me my favorite album, and Deceptions, 
And yeah, I recommend everyone check them out. I forgot how good this band was. And if you are going to get into them, I suggest you listen to Crimson Stain, Excuses, and We Are Not The Enemy. To me, those are their highlight tracks. So yeah, I really recommend everybody jamming them and yeah, supporting the band. And Ian's got an exclusive preview of one of their songs that he will have cooking up right now. Let's do Crimson Stain. out the breakdown there sorry i was about to say i love their breakdowns they always have good ones well let me ask you this religious band are they yes okay <laughs> i've never heard of this band before but then i was listening to the lyrics and i was like oh okay gotcha yeah <laughs> it's always funny when you can just like clearly hear certain words yeah there's a uh, highlights well there you go are you all set with that one yes sir i'm good what's the name of the band again the forerunner there we go all right. Jam it. What? Jam it. Oh, I thought you said damn it. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <No>. what? Why? <laughs> Why would you? Yeah, it's a forerunner. All right. Now, my breakdown from the past is a classic band that I can't believe we haven't done already. How dare you? I know. I know. But it is Trios, otherwise known as the receiving end of Sirens. Or when they do secret shows or when they used to do secret shows. The Red Eye of Saruman. Ooh. Ooh, I know, right? So this is actually a Boston band. Oh, Boston repping. And waving that flag. And they have a classic album that pretty much everyone in the scene knows, and probably all the audience can say it with me right now. It's Between the Heart and the Synapse. I think Ooh. everyone knows that album. So they made basically a couple albums with a reissue as well, like a deluxe edition of Between the Heart and the Synapse. They were around for a while. Now, most people also will know that Casey, one of their previous lead vocalists, lead, lead and backup vocalists, left the band to go do the Deer Hunter. Okay. And, I like Deer Hunter, by the way. Oh, sure. Well, there's what's not to like. I was waiting for an answer, but it was... Oh. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. One of the great things that Trios did was they had basically two lead vocalists that did backing for each other when the other one wasn't doing lead. And it just worked very, very well together and brought everything into a great balance, I guess is probably the best way to put it. So I'm going to play probably one of their most popular songs that everyone's heard, but it's just fun to do it anyways. So this is Planning a Prison Break. One, two, 
uh, we can't keep playing. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it is great, but we just can't. I highly recommend Between the Heart and the Synapse is one you should definitely check out. And then they have other music as well, but I'm definitely going to say that. And I have one little interesting story about them as well. So they're a Boston band. I'd seen them multiple times. They used to come do the, like the local college shows as well. Like they got a pretty strong following in Boston. And I went over to England to see Funeral for a Friend play. And they ended up opening. And I had just seen them at a local show like a week before. And it was like me and one other person in the audience that knew the words to their songs. <laughs> but it was a great show. Like it went the receiving end of Sirens and then into Funeral for a Friend. And of course, Funeral for a Friend killed it like they always do. Like they always do. Like they always do. Always. <laughs> so look up Trios, the receiving end of Sirens, and check out their stuff because that album is a classic and it is really, really damn good. All right, Jackson. So we have a question. So in Ooh. order to go to questions, we're going to play your favorite track and then we'll know it's question time. We have a question from Ty. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so if anyone doesn't know, Ty still is like, he's like almost a producer of the show behind the scenes. So he had a question for us. And I had to reword it, Ty, because it was worded terribly. The question is, but thank you for the question. Jackson, do you and I feel like bands like Metallica, Slayer, ACDC, Guns N' Roses, basically the old school, like classic rock bands, should they not write any new music and just tour with the old material if that's all people care about? If that's all that people care about, then maybe, yeah. But I don't think that that's all that people care about. Maybe they think that the older music is better, but I will always enjoy new music from, you know, the old bands that I still listen to to this day. Whether it's better or worse, I enjoy new music and I know they enjoy putting out new music. I think that's where I lie on that one too, is I would never want to stop an artist from doing what they want to do. So if they want to go make new music and play it on their tours, that's what gets them through. But there might be other bands that love playing their old music and they don't make new music. You know what I mean? Like I think that's fine. It's whatever they want. I understand that some people, especially with like a classic rock band, they're only going to want them to play the old stuff and nothing new. But you know what? If we last another 30 plus years or whatever, then our music is going to be considered classic rock <laughs> yeah that's true and then we're going to be going through the same exact stuff i just want the artist to be happy so sure I you agree. know and i think also i think it has to do with what bands you like as well for me none of these bands are like my absolute favorites of all time or anything so sure i will prefer to hear the older stuff more likely than anything else but if i really like a band then i want to hear their new stuff on tour as well so I guess that's where it comes from. Is this sure? If you're just like I only like the classics and I only I only want to hear the black album from Metallica, then sure, <laughs> you're not going to like anything else that they're going to do. And that's your own thing, but I don't think that fans get to dictate what an artist plays unless they literally stop going to the shows and Metallica, for example, has to completely reinvent by redoing their old music, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
So that's what I would say to that. So thank you very much, Ty, for the question. <laughs> See, that's the funny thing. If anyone doesn't know Ty, Ty loves the old stuff, and that's it. It's very rare for Ty to like new music. So this question is right up his alley. Yeah, this is a Ty question. Ty, thank you very much. I see where you're coming from. I don't know. Like, I guess I really like Black Sabbath a lot. So, of course, I want to hear the old stuff, but I don't mind hearing their new stuff either. So I guess that's where I'm coming from. Yeah, same here. I, I'll always enjoy new music regardless. All right, man. You ready to close out the show? Yes, sir. Here we go. All right, Jackson. Thank you very much for being on the show tonight. Thank you, Ian, for having me. <laughs> it is a pleasure as always. Dripping with sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> just just a tad, just a tad. So thank you to all the haters out there for listening as well. All the links to support Ian Hates Music is in the description of this episode, so I'm not going to go through all that. But what I would like to say once again is if you like the show, it really helps to go to iTunes and rate the show five stars and leave a comment. We are doing a little contest for the best one. So I do have another entry into that contest to read. So I'm going to do that right now. We got a five-star review from Stop It Wob. Aw, shit. It says the title is Always Amusing. And then the actual comment itself is uh, it's so flattering that I have trouble reading this. So hold on a second. <laughs> so it says, first off, Ian has one silky smooth voice. And Ooh. I, yeah, I mean, come on, right there. Any comment that has flattery towards me that strokes my ego in any way is definitely going to get read. As for the other co-host, Jackson is tolerable, but I think I like the other guy better. So I don't know what that one, I don't know what that part means. Interesting. He then continues to say, I truly look forward to listening to this podcast every week because it's refreshing to hear reviews of the genres I love by honest people. The lack of ads is refreshing too, but seriously, this podcast has me cracking up consistently. Props to you guys. Keep it up. So there we go. So thank you. Thank you very much. Stop it, Wob. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But just like that, just like Stop It, Wob, you can get on the show as well. So within reason, especially if you flatter me, you can can give us a five-star review and then leave a comment and you can get it read on the show. Also, don't forget, recently I just put out those conversation editions with Alteris going through their album Grief track by track, and then obviously the one with Lee Jennings of The Funeral Portrait talking about everything, The Funeral Portrait, as well as the brand new album, A Moment of Silence. Like I said, don't forget to pre-order that or pick it up when it comes out on Friday, December 16th to help the band out. So Jackson, do you have any final words for everyone? Just uh, thank you guys so much for listening, everyone who is. Just thank you guys for listening so much, and I'm really glad that you guys keep tuning in every week. And I will leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So goodbye to you, Your intention is you
so alright.